Well, thank you. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, my name is Gilberto. I am the director of the Greater North Texas Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And today I have Tom Viles here. He is the, uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, title. I'm the environmental health manager for the town of Flower Mound. All right. It's a mouthful, so I couldn't remember it. <laughs> uh, for the town of Flower Mound, uh, we always have a Cinco de Mayo event that happens uh, in Flower Mound. And we've had it for the past three years. And we have a ton of food vendors. Uh, we have games for the kids. We have entertainment. Uh, so it's always fun for the family. Uh, and it is a fundraising event for our organization. Our organization focuses on providing educational material for uh, business owners, uh, connecting them to resources in the area. And they'll be able to help develop them and foster growth. And today we'll talk about uh, vendors and food vendors and food trucks in the uh, at their Cinco de Mayo event. Um, so I wanted to kind of get started on uh, food trucks, uh, if that's okay, Tom. And uh, I know several years we've had the food trucks uh, at the event. What are what how if uh, if I'm a new food truck and I want to join uh, the event, what is the first thing that I need to do? Uh, uh, reach out to me and uh, I can give my contact information at the end of this or reach out to Gilberto and he has my contact information and it's really pretty simple it's a simple permit application uh, permit fees did go up this year ten dollars so it's fifty dollars uh, for a temporary food permit uh, for a food truck uh, the other so there's two aspects to a food truck uh, if you're actually cooking on the truck and you haven't already, you also do need to obtain a fire permit from the fire department. That is a completely separate thing uh, that is scheduled through the fire department. Uh, we do on-site inspections. The fire department does not. You will need to schedule in advance with the fire department to bring your truck. They will do a, an inspection and then that permit and sticker is good for a year. The biggest thing that you're look that they are looking for is uh, do you have a fire suppression system on your truck and has that been professionally inspected? Uh, if you've got a fryer or something along those lines on your truck, then you do you are required to have a fire suppression system and that system has to be pro uh, pro professionally inspected once a year. But the, the permitting process through us is really pretty easy. Uh, you'll complete the permit uh, ahead of time, please, please not the night before. Uh, and um, you'll pay the $50 and then we will inspect the truck uh, at the event. Okay. Now at the event, um, so they should, they should have already scheduled with you to get the food permit and then they should have scheduled with the fire uh, fire department. How do you know how early they should uh, do the inspection with the fire department? Probably as soon as possible. I'm sure, but it it really is like I said that permit is good for a year. Uh, so if you know that you're going to go out there uh, this year, uh, do not wait to the last minute uh, because that's you know you could miss your spot and and if, if Fire department, if, if you don't have it done, you won't be able to get a permit from me because that's one of the things that I asked for is to see that fire inspection. The fire actually turns priority. 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, as as soon as possible. Um, I really wouldn't even wait wait to the wait till May. I get it done this month if you know you're going to be out there. Okay, so at least a month in advance. And then, uh, as far as um, the pricing for the fire permit, do you know on average how much that costs? I actually don't know how much that permit is. Okay, and that's something that we can find out. Um, As far as the the professionally uh, inspected fire suppression system, uh, does the city have a resource that we can go mm-hmm. to for something like that? Or we can we can typically recommend a list of companies. We cannot okay. recommend a specific company. Okay, that would be great if we we could have that list, and that way uh, I'll mm-hmm. make sure that everyone has uh, uh, people that they can reach out to. Yeah, that you'd have to ask the fire department for that list. Okay. We'll ask them for the list. And then uh, once they're set up, uh, I, I know Parker Square has electrical outlets. Um, anything we need to be aware around that or uh, as long as they're working or <laughs> as as long as they're working, uh, that's that's a little outside of, of my realm of knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, as as long as everything's working, as long as everything's running. Uh, you know, naturally, one of the, the the two big things that we're looking for on the trucks is uh, uh, is all your cold hold and hot hold uh, systems working? Is the food that needs to be cold is it cold? Is the food that needs to be hot is it hot? Uh, uh, and then all your waste retention, making sure it, it's all capped off and sealed off and not leaking. Okay, so no leaks. Okay. And as far as um, uh, making sure that everything is clean, so the food trucks should have a way for them to wash hands, obviously. Um, uh, what else am I missing? Gloves. <clears throat> yeah, it's washing hands, You plenty of utensils, uh, soap, paper towels. Uh, if you're, if you're uh, handling looking to bare hand food or not bare hand, uh, handle foods with your hands, gloves. We prefer utensils. Uh, and then having a uh, sanitizer for your, for your three compartment sink, uh, thermometers, uh, really pretty much your, your basic food prep. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so this is food trucks. Anything that you've seen as a, best practices that helps food trucks sometimes? Um, a lot of it is, is just being sure it's clean, it, uh-huh. good appearance, uh, you, you look inviting, um, and that's that's really going to be the, the, the biggest parts. The biggest parts. Okay. Well, sounds good. I think we have most of what I need, but I do know we have some people on the call. Uh, if you're on the call, is there anything, any questions, concerns as far as food trucks go? All right, I take silence as, as no. So um, what about vendors? So I know we've had uh, vendors in the past and they don't necessarily have um, a, a food truck. They may be cooking some food, so what would they need? 
Um, so when we were, when we were talking about this, you had mentioned cottage food. So I'd, I'd like to to talk about cottage food for, here for a second. Okay. Um, cottage food vendors are allowed. Uh, cottage food vendors uh, are not required to get a permit. I would encourage you to to reach out to me anyway. Uh, let me know what you're cooking. If uh, the the big thing, the two big things that we're looking at on on cottage food is one, what what are you making? Uh, because there is a there's a very well defined list of what you can and cannot make at home. Uh, uh, and then if you're going to package the food, there's very set labeling requirements. I can give you a website resource uh, for uh, where to find that labeling requirements. But that's the other thing that we look for is, uh, <clears throat> is your food properly labeled? Uh, we, we do more education. We're not looking to kick anybody out, but we do expect people to do it right, especially if they're going to be doing it from home. Um, so it, it, the, the, the website has the list of, of foods, uh, kind of the, the nutshell of it, almost as long as the food doesn't have to be refrigerated, it's probably okay. So cakes and cookies and uh, uh, foods along those lines, um, no flan, flan is a custard-based product uh, and has to be refrigerated. That's not something that you can make at home. Um, and then for your, for your, your pop-up tent type vendor, um, again, it's a, it's a $50 temporary food permit. And then inside that permit application is actually going to be our requirements. As long as you're reading through that and following it really pretty much to the letter, uh, uh -huh. you'll be good with us, but it, it really comes down to uh, running water for some form of a hand wash station. Uh, you do need to capture your wastewater, not just letting it run out on the ground and make a big muddy puddle uh, or big uh, wet spot on the concrete. Uh -huh. A uh, three basin wash station for uh, soapy water to wash, uh, clean water to rinse, and then uh, clean water with a, a two or three drops of bleach in it uh, to sanitize oh. uh, and then again fire department is going to have some say on uh, are they going to allow an open flame underneath the pop pop-up tent um, or how how's the food be being cooked uh, if you're actually cooking food out there uh -huh. uh, big flat grills always work i see uh, quite a few of those uh, and then just you know, it, it, say if you wanted to do chicken and beef fajitas on a, on a flat grill, that's fine. Uh, you know, your, your meat's going to need to be in a, in a ice chest and be kept cold, uh, be keeping it on ice. And then, you know, you can cook some in advance and then cook it to order it as you need to. Uh, your, your chopping stations for your, for your meat and your fajita toppings. Uh, and then being sure food is properly covered and you've got a way for customers to dispense food. If, if you're, say, if you've got a, a crema or something like that to, to put over your fajitas, uh, uh -huh. the squirt models work absolutely fabulously. Okay. That's very good to know. 
And and so the flat grills, if you do have a flat grill, you still have to get your permit, right? Yeah. The yeah. Permit and, and inspection from the fire department. Or so they're gonna if if somebody says, Hey, I want I want to have a flat grill out, uh, I can check with fire department and see what, what kind of rules, but that that's not gonna require a permit from them. Uh, the okay. only permit that, that they're going to have is on the fire suppression systems on the hot trucks. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. And then as far as the, the washing, the hand washing and the, the three basin wash stations, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I know at the park itself, I don't know if there's running water as far as like, um, you know, faucets and stuff. So they can bring, they would have to bring like, Yes. Uh, bowls. Or I, I yeah, guess some yeah, they, they, they need to plan on on bringing their own water, bring a couple of jugs of water. Um, you know, you can go to the dollar store and, and get some tubs, some small tubs to, to capture water and, and uh, um, for your wash uh, wash bins for your mm -hmm. three, uh, three compartment wash bin station. Uh, it's really pretty easy to set up. I do like the like the blue jugs with the twist spigot uh, to wash hands. That way you can set a, set a small stream to, to wash your hands, wash mm -hmm. your hands good. And then uh, we, do, we don't require a hand sanitizer. It's always a good idea as long as you're washing hands first and then sanitizing. Okay. Sounds good. And then as far as the type of tent, I've heard sometimes that you have to have a certain type of tent, but I wasn't too sure. There might be some some cities. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's 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 going to be a fire department regulation, and that that'll also be in your uh, special event packet. Uh, I I see you you've already applied for your special event permit. Uh, that mm -hmm. that will be in your special event packet. That's uh, I, those regulations. I'm not familiar with. Okay. For tents. There's a, there's a size limit is what it is. It's it. I don't know that it's a, a specific uh, type, but there is a size limit. I do know that. Okay. So a size limit there. And mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll make sure to look at that and, and kind of print out a sheet for all of our vendors or yeah. help them out with that. Um, I didn't know about the label requirements that that's pretty interesting. Um, and that, that makes sense to, that makes sense to have that as well. Uh, any best practices that you would think, um, you know, where vendors do really well is, is it similar to food trucks? Just make sure organize, clean, maintain. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. It, it, as long as you're, you're organized and you at, at least look like, you know, what you're doing, uh, it's, you know, the, the more kind of the, you don't want so many people you're tripping over each other, but you don't want, you know, just one or two people trying to do it all. Uh, you know, the, right. some of the more common co complaints that I get is people start handling money and then they start handling food. You know, you need one person who can be dedicated to, to on the, the cash receipt side. And then one person, you know, one or two people who are doing the food side, um, and then, you know, not not making a mess, uh, keeping keeping trash picked up. You know, if there's a way to put a trash bag or something like that on one of the posts of your pop up, that's always nice. Uh, for the 
for the cottage food, you know, naturally making your labels pretty, everybody likes a pretty label. Uh -huh. uh, and then, you know, part of that, part of that labeling is, is allergens. And, you know, it's, if, if there's peanuts or tree nuts or something like that, let people know about it. Um, and that, that those are, those are, two, you know, two of the bigger allergens that, that people, there's a whole list of them, but those are two, definitely two of the bigger ones. Okay. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. Now, um, I know we've been asked in the past, uh, we haven't served, uh, we didn't serve alcohol uh, at these events, but in case there's somebody that says, hey, I want to do it, uh, what do they need to know? <laughs> so that's a conversation between the town secretary's office and PD. Uh, okay. PD is pretty much going to be the ones that are going to regu regulate the alcohol sales. Uh, that would be something that you'd put in your special event application. Hey, we're thinking about doing alcohol sales. And okay. then uh, you'll, you'll be in, in touch with the police officer who can answer those questions. Sounds good. It probably is different from city to city, I'm assuming. Somewhat. There's, yeah, somewhat. Um, there's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know all the, the, the TABC rules that, in, that get involved in that, especially with, uh, uh, some of the, uh, the, the restaurants that are out there that have alcohol mm -hmm. sales and, and they start having to, to be careful because, uh, they may or may not have an off-premise consumption permit. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, I, I truly, I, I get into more trouble if I started trying to answer those questions. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Well, we, we have an idea on where to go. So, uh, yeah. town secretary office and PD for alcohol yep. consumption yep. so we'll check we'll check with them on that and then um i mean it looks like everything is pretty standard it looks like the information is already out there we just have to dissect it a little bit and make sure that people understand it um i have uh, one more participant that joined the call i'll open it up to any questions that you guys had anything that you've seen in the past that you know may be help helpful for future vendors I see there's a couple people that are muted. So if you're talking, be sure you're not muted. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. Good. Yeah. I think you pretty much asked all the questions and um, answered all of the questions as well. Um, I think it was pretty straightforward. So. Good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you. And, and Julia is um, our education chair. Um, so I know that they were uh, going to try to put a lot of information uh, together in Spanish, Tom, and okay. uh, just make sure that they have that information. And then if anything, um, you know, we'll, we'll reach out. Is there, a, um, I guess the website to the, to the city is the best resource for a lot of these things. Um, any other website that you would recommend or is that pretty much the go-to? Uh, so the website for, yeah, the town website, uh, you've got my, my email, uh, uh -huh. they can reach out to you for my email. Okay. Uh, and then for cottage food, uh, the, the website that I typically steer everybody to, it's, it's kind of long, but it makes sense. It's okay. Texas cottage food law 
Okay. Foodlaw.com. Got it. It is a long name, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did have a question. Do you have this information in Spanish on the website? No, or... I don't. No. Okay. Well, we'll make sure to you know, put everything in Spanish. Okay. Wow. So thank you very much, Tom. You're welcome. Yeah. Really. All right. Well, I guess that, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, thank you very much, Tom, for, for taking the time and, and doing this. And uh, we appreciate everything that you've done in the past two years. <laughs> and uh, so we're looking forward to another great event. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Excellent. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a good one.